0: we welcome Liz Coe. You'd have remembered the first FPOS machines, Liz. Yes, I'm old enough to remember that well and truly, of course. <laughs> uh, you're going to talk today on a very interesting topic, uh, which is to do with overspending, and that's in the eye of the beholder. But shall we just simply define it as spending more than you want to, and not just because you have to, but because of some discretionary spending that you end up doing that you don't want to.
1: Uh, what drives this, Liz? Well, look, I think the issue here is that there's a lot of psychological stuff happening in behind. Um, some of our spending, especially when we we spend money that we regret you know having spent afterwards, and I think it 's about understanding what are those psychological factors that that underpin our spending to better get control of how much we spend, so you know we know that one of the basic building blocks of wealth creation is the ability to spend less than you earn, which in other words, is the ability to save. Uh, but not everybody is capable of doing that. And it's it's about, you know, how we um, discipline ourselves, how we keep things under control uh, and remove the emotional and psychological components of our spending to, to better control our budgets. And so I think, you know, the issue here is that when you look at your spending patterns, quite often you'll see there's behaviours that range anything from a small habit to an addiction so what do I mean by a small habit it's it's things like stopping off to buy a coffee on the way to work or you know going out at morning tea time to have a you know coffee in a bun uh, and you just you do that every day routinely because you're just in that habit and it's it's money that you're spending which you know um, who knows whether you should be or shouldn't be but it's it's understanding why that is a habit and what kind of emotional need is being met by that and so that's at one level and then at the other extreme we've got addictions which come into play and that can be anything but you know many addictions have financial consequences so whether it's problem gambling or alcohol um, you know all these kind of things mean that you're spending money but it's not because you necessarily kind of want to or have to but because of these psychological factors that are kind of taking you down that path of spending and and I guess within that category we've also got people who are addicted to shopping you know and, and they use shopping as a means of, of controlling their uh, emotional state if you like um, and I guess you know that's something that we're all guilty of uh, from time to time, aren't we, you know? Yeah, there's actually, I'm trying to think of the of the term
0: for uh, habits, that, it's shortcuts that are actually very helpful to human beings because you don't have to think about things. They're automatic. They become bad habits when they're inhibiting what you want to do. Addiction can be more complicated, and you've just mentioned that sometimes it's not about the spending, it's about a, a particular reward you're getting um but should we start with with the, if it is a habit is it if it is simply as i have this coffee every day at this time and i spend five six seven dollars on it is that where an ability to change the habit can add up and make a really big difference do so you sometimes just need to identify and say if i can make a straightforward habitual change and embed it in this is going to save me x number of dollars
1: Absolutely. You know, we've all heard about what they call the latte factor, you know, which has been talked about a lot in financial circles, whereby you know, if you save that uh, amount of a cup of coffee a day, it actually adds up to thousands of dollars over a period of a few years. And the old, you know, take your own lunch to work rather than buy lunch. Um, you know, there's all these ways of, of saving money. So it's about thinking, you know, um, what is the emotional need that's being met by that spending? Is, is it just a habit? Is, are there other ways of fulfilling your you know, your physical needs uh, um, other than spending money in order to do it? So it's, 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 it's taking things down to that very low level and really challenging yourself to say, you know, is this just a habit? Am I just spending money because I always do? Uh, or is there a real need here, so that's at, at kind of at the lowest level of it?
0: All right, now um, let's get into the more complicated level. Your point is that an addiction itself it's not necessarily an addiction to spending money, but an addiction itself
1: can very often in fact very often is expensive. It is absolutely, so uh, and you know we've we've all probably come across people on in, in our lives who have an addiction to something, whether it's alcohol or gambling or whatever, which leads to terrible financial consequences and also, you know, relation relationship breakdowns, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think, you know, the, the issue is that there's a spectrum here and we need to, you know, work out whether any of our spending behaviors fall somewhere on that spectrum. Um, uh, and you know, there is assistance available obviously to people to help counsel them through these situations where uh, they have an addiction that leads to financial consequences. Um, but I think you know, it's probably more the in-between areas that most of us are guilty of in, in some way. You know, that uh, impulse buying, I would put sort of somewhere in between those two extremes. And we're, we are all guilty of that, uh, where, where we might be feeling down on a particular day and we might think, right, I'll just go on a bit of a shopping spree to lift my mood. But it can also be, you know, a a positive feeling of elation. You know, might you might feel be feeling on top of the world about something you've, I don't know, maybe you've won some money or or had a bonus, a pay bonus, and you're thinking, wow, this is fantastic. I'm going to go out and have a bit of a spending splurge, and it's just that emotional high that leads to it. So uh, it's really about understanding what are the emotions that are underpinning your spending and whether there's perhaps another way of resolving those emotions without having to let go of some of those hard-earned dollars. Let's talk about
0: severe overspending, though, because that can be a problem for uh, with shopping, a problem for about 10% of the population, you say, Liz?
1: Yes, absolutely. So there are some people who... Uh, and you've probably seen them on reality TV shows that have you know on those hoarding shows where they just people just go out and buy things for the sake of buying and it's it's actually a, a really a that's a clinical issue uh, and there are um and there's but there's degrees of it obviously uh but I think that It becomes an issue where that kind of behaviour starts to impact on a relationship and cause huge debts to pile up. So I think there are some warning signs that you need to take notice of. I mean, it's very common in relationships for one person to accuse the other person of spending too much. And, you know, sometimes that happens. You know, there are arguments and differences to be sorted out. But there are some flags, you know, for when that spending is a little bit out of control. You know, when it's when the spending is going way above your budget and you've already got debt and there's there's overspending happening on a very regular basis, uh, where there's spending happening on things that you really don't need. You know, you might already have three of the same thing. Um and you know those instances where you know somebody is spending so much they're having to hide things from their partner uh, or you know not tell other people what they've what they've done what money they've spent so i and i think you know those sort of situations are really are red flag situations which really mean that person that's doing that overspending probably needs some help because uh, otherwise there can be quite disastrous consequences uh, which you know again you know leads to can lead to relationship uh, breakdown bankruptcy you know huge financial stress so i think you know the message here is just you know to to really have a look at what your spending patterns are what's driving some of that spending um, you know, what are the emotions that are being expressed, you know, when you are doing some of that speaker. We can all have splurges at times, can't we?
0: And and that's not necessarily bad and that will happen with any of our behaviours, but it's more if this is becoming entrenched and really going to impact on your and your household's well being and, and on your future, you know, that ability uh, ultimately to um, to to shore up some emergency cash and ultimately some, some retirement cash. So we can all tolerate our short-term weaknesses, but if it's, if it's entrenched, Liz, worth reaching out for some help, yeah?
1: Absolutely. Go and get some, some counselling support because it's not about the spending, it's about the emotions underneath it. I'm sure uh, and, some of the budget and understand. advice services
0: deal with this as well and would certainly be able yes, to refer, absolutely. but they'll be well familiar with it. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. Thank you so much.